Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning afternoon evening whenever you decide to listen to this thing billy devore and sitting across from me as always is it's so painful when you have to do it twice <laughs> <laughs> i know you're just staring the, at the, me the second yellow is like god <laughs> damn it why do i do this every what up y'all week? don't know it's the second one look fuck me dude how you doing it's me lee kimbrell as always the fucking reds blew it we fucking blew it, dude. How you doing? No applause. None. 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 And again, the first time, we only got a couple minutes in. You know, listen, this is the Optimistic Reds podcast. <laughs> we love it. Thank you, Reds, for one of the most mystical seasons we've ever had. It was fun. Yeah. But no, we're not getting the applause track on this podcast. You mean Miss M-I-S-S tickle? Miss. That's what I'm calling this episode. Oh. Playing like a bunch of ladies. What you, th- you think I'm going to resist the pun for the title of this fucker? No oh, way. Miss. Oh, mi- yeah, yeah, just yeah. miss. Swing and miss. Miss the playoffs. Yeah. Miss my dad. All this shit. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> yeah. Blake Hammond. Very funny gentleman. How yeah, are you? I'm good. I hate puns. And uh, I hate the Reds right now. <laughs> yeah. Blakey Hammond. Uh, Big Reds fan. Yes. And uh, yeah, and it was fun. It's like. It was fun, man. The it Reds was... being good rekindled it uh, yeah. relationships. I felt like a kid, dude. I felt like a kid. I felt like a kid. Like, I felt like it did. I mean, 2011, I guess, is probably the last time I felt good about the Reds. Yeah, to be excited. Like, yeah, and you got it was the rating like, MVP. Yeah, and you're hot and shit. The, and then we up 2 0 on the. F- Giants, and then we fuck it up uh, <laughs> in classic Cincinnati fashion. Hanging curveball, upper deck Buster Posey Grand Slam. Yeah, think but, about uh, you ever think about this on that trade to get Latos? We gave up uh, Yasmani Grandal. Oh, yeah, and Yonder Alonso, who's retired now, so that was fine. And but. then and then Matt Latos just ended up being like the fucking Fred Durst of Major League <laughs> Baseball. Oh, the coolest fucking guy, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> Modern day Fred Durst. Fred Durst rules. Okay, sure. Yeah, you they get released what I'm a saying. new. They released a new song today, and it rips. So It'll really, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. Did you know that whenever Latos snaps off a curveball, he goes, "Ooh, wah! <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Latos. Fun. Last I saw of Latos was a full blown fist fight in a minor league game. Hell oh, yeah! Or no, beautiful. it was an independent league game. Yeah. Just Even more adjunct from yeah. actual baseball. Fuck yeah, dude. Matt Love Matt Latos and his Dallas Latos' his wife. Smoke show. She was I a real bitch div- on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> did they was, get divorced? Dude. You can only assume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Court-ordered divorce. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mad guy, dude. Long live Matt Latos. One T in Matt. 
Yeah, yeah, that's how you dude. can't trust him. Matt with one T. Matt with one T. And it's <laughs> yeah. like a cross. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an like upside, upside down, down cross, cross, dude. <laughs> and I kneel for it, dude. I kneel. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Matt, yeah, Matt Latos. Is Matt Latos all back to blue? He doesn't seem like you. Would <laughs> no, he's not. I he's, think Matt I Latos think, is I think like, Matt Latos is an anarchist. <laughs> yeah, he's like spit at the cops. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Latos is a wild motherfucker. Back but he also would spit at Black Lives Matter. He's the kind of guy who'd be like, yeah, I want to have five AR-15s to protect my pot plants I'm growing. <laughs> Brother with my gay wife. So what you're saying is he's just the biggest libertarian. Yeah, he's full libertarian. Yeah, no Which doubt. Fine. We are in the we are in the courtyard here at High Grain Brewing or the beer garden, if you will. Yeah. We just got done ripping a fun ass show. It was, it was a fun. good show. It was dude. Super fun. It was fun, man. Lightly attended, time. but still fun. It doesn't matter how many people I are here. I think it was the most laughs per capita that we've had here. Agreed. All the shows have been good. There've been some more people, but like you know, sometimes that was fun. It, it was more fun than last time, and last time was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. No, but this one was I. I enjoyed myself and watching everybody else the most. You know what I think the secret was to tonight was how the tables were set up. It doesn't feel like everybody's on top of each other. They had more room instead of trying to fit twenty five tables in here. We fit yeah. Like 15. Yeah, yeah it and was So better. They're, they're more comfortable. They can really relax and get into these comfy-ass chairs. It was good. There were some good moments, man. Big dick-shaped gourd on stage. <laughs> that uh, Rudick dropped. easy riffs about that. <laughs> Loved it. Porn holes. Everybody was funny. Me, Bill, Blake, Andy Rudick, Josh Faust, Quinn Sunkel. Everybody yeah. was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good show, man. And then, uh, then, we, all, then we set up shop to talk about the fucking Reds. The Reds. Now, if there was only a place you could be online and talk about the Reds in a audio-only platform, what? Because that's that's what's popular right now. Is like no video. None. No one wants to see audio anything. only. Yeah. Log in to hear it. Well, if you didn't know, it's called Spotify Green Room. Hell yeah. Spotify Green Room. It's an audio-only social media app where you can connect with other sports fans. You can follow us at the New Nasty Boys. All you got to do is download the app on your phone using the Android or iOS store. It's free to use. All you got to do is log into your Twitter, create a profile, follow us and the network at Sports Drink. We'll be on online someday at some time we're gonna do it so come with your spiciest takes it'll be fun yeah it'll definitely work out spotify money behind it <laughs> spotify's never made a bad choice ever it'd be really easy to get a spotify green room together and then just fake a suicide. <laughs> Why are you gonna fake it? Yeah, dude? let's well, fucking do it. Well, for I'm real. just saying. Yeah, I mean, we could, but then like, like that's like the saddest suicide ever because everyone just thinks you're doing no a bit. Because no one's there. Yeah, no one's there to listen no to it. There. Yeah, it's like doing it on Clubhouse, dude. Yeah, <laughs> man. Same fucking deal. But thank you, sponsorship. Well, at least, yeah, well, at, yeah least Clubhouse, no, at least Clubhouse would give you something to hang off of. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah. at least, man. The bare minimum. Well, Bill, you were just a, a, a wild traveling man. I was, dude. I was in What's Dallas. What's better, Dallas or New York City? That's a tough one. It was New York. Yeah. Dallas was great, dude. That new Rangers stadium is amazing. It looks crazy. Yeah. It's huge. Like, you walk in, and it's just all, like, that right field where you would look out, it's all glass. I know. And that's where, like, the roof comes off. It's very similar, the roof structure to Safeco. Sorry, T-Mobile Park. Very similar. My only beef, I have two beefs with the ballpark, but aside from that, everything was great. One, there isn't a lot of character in it. 
Like when you yeah, go it's, in, it's like modern and new, and yeah. there's like probably a bank in it. Right, exactly. There's it's like called, Capital One <laughs> Bank yeah. at the ballpark. It's like yeah, oh, there's an Exxon Mobil in there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you can fill up a 32 ounce jug of just yeah. crude oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oil stand. Yeah, well, dude. the best part was getting my Tostitos off of the roller grill right inside the door. That oh, were free. Yeah, I'd love that. The tornadoes. But so I was like kind of bummed. They had some so rangers. So it was like walking stuff. to a speedway? It was yeah. very much <laughs> a, a really giant clean, gas station. Yeah, those giant new UDFs that they're trying to be like, yeah. oh, we're like sheets, but better or whatever. That's what it kind of, it felt like that. Not a, not a lot of character. And I also understand there isn't that much Rangers history to truly celebrate aside from that World Series run that they had in the early 10s and the late aughts. And then Nolan Ryan. Yeah. That's literally I mean, yeah, the Yeah, you got like and Nolan then, Ryan and like in my brain it's like, what Andres Galarraga? Yeah, Josh Hamilton. Uh, Josh Hamilton. I mean, there's Pudge. been a Rod Pudge. Well, there was no a Rod shit to be seen. No, but a Rod. Uh, oh, I believe that. But yeah. like in my head, that is why the Rangers are relevant in my yeah. brain because he sure. went there. I mean, it's really yeah. just Nolan Ryan, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the fucking name. Yeah. yeah, Nolan Ryan is the Ranger, and they've never really developed. When you think about it, like they feel they Beltray felt like an expansion was, team for a really long time. Right. Like they were like they felt like the early Rays where the Rays just put a ton of money in and like signed uh who did they they signed um Fred McGriff. That's it. They signed McGriff. Yeah. And then they also signed uh, another big short of uh, a big another some another big fucker. I can't fucking place it. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter and it didn't work out. They signed Jose Canseco. Yeah, Jose uh, Canseco. They signed Canseco. Yeah. That was it. It kind of felt like that because Adrian Beltre, Hall of Famer, of course, but like he was a free agent acquisition. Josh Hamilton was a trade from the Reds. Like maybe your closest was, um, I don't even know. Ian Kinsler. Yeah, that's a good pool. Elvis Andrews, he came yeah. up in the. Gallo, who just got shipped off. Yeah, Robbie Ross, <laughs> yeah. Lexington native. Uh, that's true. Dude. But so that wasn't, there wasn't like a whole bunch of his, like that kind of shit around. And then um, the other thing that I just, there's fucking turf. There's not natural grass on the field. Yeah, boo. That's weird. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. that's, uh, save, uh, save that for college. Yeah. Save that for college. Save Major that, League Baseball is grass. Save that for AT&T field across the fucking street, dude. Yeah. Which that is a monstrosity. Where? I don't, I'm not even aware. The Cowboys Stadium. Oh, uh, I thought you were literally, I was like, are we talking about a local <laughs> high school? <laughs> You know, AT&T Field across from High yeah. Grain Brewery. Yeah. It's like, what is happening? Who plays there? Yeah. <laughs> the Verizon. Can we run a comedy show there? <laughs> oh, dude, we should do a mic there, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the the Cowboy Stadium is a fucking trip. Yeah. Robert it's Hawkins lives like two blocks away from it. Oh, should have called him. I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a lot of fun. He would have been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang out with? Never mind. I was going to say it would have been too deep, but Jake's dad, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. There it is. Let it fly, baby. If you are listening to this and you can figure out what that means, then it means you deserve to know yeah, what it means. Yeah. And that means it. you're a fucking sleuth. <laughs> yeah. So that secret's safe. After that, <laughs> just fucking leave it. Just leave it. Leave it there, for sure. Dude. It's true. That thing is, the, the size of that stadium when you drive by, it's like half the size of a skyscraper in New York. Really? It's massive. And even their like practice facility. Yeah. Like that's if crazy. you stacked crazy, Paul man. Brown Stadium on top of Paul Brown Stadium. That's how big it is. Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. 
And they, yeah, including they, like, their opinions. Hey, <laughs> wasn't that fun? <laughs> that was fun tonight. I'm never yeah, doing no, that again. <laughs> <laughs> After that voice, <laughs> never doing it. Including their opinions, <laughs> for sure. No. Fun because you fucking set it up. I was like, you did that joke. They yeah, do no. it. Uh, so yeah, Dallas and New York. That's two yeah, New big York's cities. great. New York, I went to Yankee Stadium. You went to three ballparks in in like five days. Yeah. God damn, man. Yeah. Rangers game, Yankees game. And then City Field parking lot for Governor's Ball. Hell yeah. But yeah, dude. And then you went to a Reds game on Sunday. <laughs> Fuck That was yeah. really crazy that you went to that. I fully did not expect you to go. Oh, I After had traveling to. for 10 days. I had to. I was wiped. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. went, I went home and just laid on my couch and sweat for a while. But it was great. Great American out of all of them. Yankee Stadium was incredible. Yeah. I mean, because it had the character. When you walked up, you saw the arches. Like, they remain, they re- kept that intact. And then the amenities were amazing. The views, we walked around everywhere was a good spot to sit. Like, there wasn't a bad angle, and it felt like you were on top of the field. Um, the beer selection was like, you know, Yankee fucking stadium. But they had Blue Point, which was very good. They had a King's Hawaiian restaurant in Yankee Stadium. That's I like, can get down on that. Right, everything on Kings of Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, sign wow. me the fuck up. Yeah, that's but, fucking sick. Then we watched like the first six innings from our seats, and we walked. There was like this area right dead center field where you just sat up like and stood, put your beers, charged your phones, and just hung out. And we vaped, whatever, and yelled at Brett Gardner <laughs> for being looking like a fucking racist cue ball. We vaped. <laughs> we vaped and screamed at Brett Gardner. <laughs> it was the best. It was great. It, man, that Yankees team, that AL wild card, it is wild right now. It's crazy, man. I, I mean, Bo Bichette last night, late Vladdy. inning heroics. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I, I just see it's always the case. As soon as the Reds are out of it, I guess it's not. I guess it's not always the case because I follow baseball playoffs. But for the last fifteen years, it hasn't really been a thing i've had to worry about for the most part right red legs wise yeah but with this year with it being so close i'm so fucking turned off like i hope the dodgers beat the cardinals by 15 runs yeah and if that happens i i'll be able to watch some major league baseball playoffs i will tell you this other than that man i'm i'm bummed tell you this right now the cardinals are going to be in the world series representing the national league (sighs) i think you're right i mean (laughs) it fucking sucks and i hate it but uh, one game with the Dodgers, and they they'll play, win. They'll win. You're throwing Wainwright and Scherzer against each other. That's an epic matchup yeah. right there. That is truly an epic game. That has like 2019 Brewers Nationals vibes. I to mean, it. fucking <laughs> Harrison Bader can score from second on a fucking uh, sack fly. So yeah. it's yeah. not really like they'll be fine. If Harrison Bader gets on base. He really is a ball player, huh? It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. He's a ball player. With some pop. And 100% effort at all times. Could you imagine? Uh, it's like if Billy Hamilton were good. <laughs> right. <laughs> he is that fast. He's that fast. He I probably saw him. is like top five in the league speed-wise. He Easily. might be the fastest. I think you've got to give it to Harrison Bader. 
And then you got to give it to Trey Turner. Yeah, Trey Turner's really fast. So then that's also that speed that cancels out each other with Trey and Harrison. Yeah, but there's some fucking, there's that fire in the Cardinals right now. And Dodgers are good. They're a great team. But it's like, uh, it's how I feel about the Yankees. They're just buying. I mean, I guess the Dodgers bring up more guys, like, from the from the minors and stuff and they build guys right up. but uh the yankees fucking buy their teams and i just fucking hate it yeah they i know get so fucking here's dumb. the thing with the yankees uh i don't think that they're gonna make the wild card because their defense is so bad yeah i didn't until i saw it live i was like this is one of the worst defensive teams i've ever seen take a field i watched joey gallo drop a pop fly yeah that's wild i watched it hit the corner of his glove and he just fell like oh i guess i didn't catch it because i'm missing my beard like dude talking speaking weird. of the, Do- the the dodgers and everything they brought in i saw this on twitter today um since the dodgers traded for trey turner and max scherzer they're 27 and 9 and in that span they have gained one game yeah. on the Giants. <laughs> One. How? Isn't that fucking it's nuts? Wild, They're the dude. Giants. The Giants are going to win 108 games this yeah, year. Yeah, with the ghost of Buster Posey. <laughs> yeah, truly. With the ghost of Buster yeah. Posey and then Brandon Crawford. And what, fucking Johnny Cueto and... <laughs> yeah, Johnny Cueto and Kevin Gosman and yeah. Anthony DeSclafani. Jesus. Yeah, fucking, the, I, cannot, we, I cannot believe we didn't get him. What, disco? Yeah, one year seven? One year seven? Yeah, I believe it because we traded away $12 million because we wanted to. Yeah. So I could I could believe it. I can believe we it. Let dis- just, we like, let Disco walk was- for nothing and traded Rossell to save 12 for nothing. Just to save 12. And yeah. Rossell murdered for the Angels this year. Yeah, he only blew four saves. He had thirty. He has thirty-one saves this year. No, there's. Yeah, a, could you imagine if we had had that fucking guy in our goddamn bullpen when we have like five and six run leads? Yeah, and just locked it down. Just lock it down. He comes out fucking. You give a guy like that five or six runs, he's not gonna blow any fucking saves. No, I know. But instead, we got to run Amir Garrett out because we got to count on him, or Is, we run out the ghost of Brad Brock. Do you know yeah. Amir's contract off the top of your head? Who's Amir's? He's gonna enter arbitration, so I'm assuming he'll be DFA'd. So he is gone. I mean, by Amir Garrett, he's not yes. playing for the Reds anymore. No, and by There's Michael, no way. by Lorenzen, he's a free agent. Yeah, we're not gonna pay him. That's a bummer, though. Is it? I think it is because I. It's do, a bummer. I think it's a bummer for a bull. He's a good. He's a better bullpen arm than he is a starter. Agreed. There's no way every. And, what's happened every time is he gets hurt when he starts. Yeah, and fuck, dude, he can hit though too. I mean, he's not fucking Shohei, but he's uh, he can hit. It's a nice, it's a nice, sexy piece to have. I wouldn't let want to let him walk just because I'm such a homer and we drafted yeah, him. I like right. And I love, I'm so I like Tyler and Johnny and and Vlad and all these dudes that we fucking drafted. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. is good for my heart. It's yeah. why I'm. That's it's why we're so fucking upset that we were uh, at the front office that we were in the thick of it. And we refused to call up, you know, these these greens, these Lodolos. Uh, we brought up Murrieta. I can't remember if that was in the po- the episode that never was. But uh, I mean, to see him pitch with nothing on the line and be be really good, and then San Martin. I mean, we could have just really gone for it and built for the future. Why don't they want to try? I mean, if uh, San Martin, like Murrieta—that's that's the thing. Lodolo and Green. If you bring up, I mean, if you were really going for it, 
and I don't know, like you know, how much money you lose, but you just you just bring those dudes up, right, and throw them in your pen, and you just say two innings a fucking week. I agree. I, I mean, you, it's, it's so insane. what is it? Like they didn't want to mortgage their future. They didn't want to do that early. And I don't know all the details of how the money works when you call somebody up and if they're like, it starts the clock or whatever it is. It wouldn't start the clock if they would have done it um, September 1st. Right. Right. Like so I, they threw in the towel a month ago. I mean, they could have fucking brought all those guys up and just, it's just tryouts. I mean, at least you're fucking doing something. Right. Instead of just wheeling out. I mean, literally send a mirror down. You can't. Yeah. He was out of options. Oh, he was out of options. So you would, they would have done what they had, which is when they blew it against the Cubs, right after they DFA Brad Brock. Yeah. They should have done that a while ago. So if you're looking, if you're being like using some foresight, Amir Garrett gets DFA'd this season in the offseason. Correct. DFA him in fucking July and bring up a fucking young hitter. Yeah. And if that guy gets shelled, send him down and bring up another one. It's like you were saying, it's yeah. a tryout situation. Yep. You're doing both of that fucking weird hybrid go for it rebuild bullshit. And I mean, it's you can't even call it that anymore. We're this was a rebuild with a good core. A rebuild to 500 to above 500. I mean, man, fucking you had you have Nick Cassiano for this year and you know that. And that's it probably. Right. 95% you have him. So fucking, you know, an MVB candidate. Fucking Winker got hurt, sure. But it's like, man, just go for, go for it. Because all the fucking young guys are the reason why we are here. Jonathan India and that fucking vibe is the reason why Joey Votto played so fucking good. I, will, I love Tyler that. Tyler Stevenson. I love that. I think that that, uh, I hope that that comes out more. Through like interviews and shit. Joey said that. Yeah, he did. He he said they that. have yeah. walk competitions and shit. Yes. They have, let's see who can get on base yep. more. I mean, dude, they're like 15 years apart age and they, wise. But, they, <laughs> but they're crazy. the same fucking brain of player. Yeah, same type. Give me hope. Get fired up, fucking get the team fired up. Everybody's excited to fucking, you know, it's. I mean, Nick doing that shit to the Cardinals in the beginning of the season. Like, that's that fucking, yeah, dude. I know. It's that nasty boy shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just fucking, I, I don't remember which one it was. It was, I think, Rob Dibble. But there was a, uh, or maybe it was uh, fucking Tom, whatever his name is. But uh, it was like a ground out, and he, like, went and picked it up and just threw it at the fucking yeah. base runner. It's the best. It's the <laughs> yeah. fucking best. It was against oh, the Cubs. Browning. It was Browning. No. That I thought it was Browning. It was Browning. It was Browning. North or was Charlton? it Dibble? It was either Dibble or Browning. I'm almost positive it was Browning because he went over and just took it. And he could have fucking got him out. Yeah, Absolutely. he's just like, no, I want to hurt him. just throws it at the back of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, he just said, fuck you. <laughs> like, dude, that rule. Yeah. The best. I'll strike the next dude out. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it I'm getting a- tossed? Cool, I'll just go up to right field and drink again. Yeah, yeah right. Baller move. But so here's here's my thing with Nick. Like, look, he he is technically going. He's going to be a free agent. Sure, he's not gone. We can still go out and re-sign him. We get first dibs, essentially. Yeah. Basically, like, hey man, here's the first offer. I think he's going to want between twenty to twenty-four million dollars a year for four years. Are you guys willing to sit here and be like, man, that's gonna that's gonna eat up into that payroll? Considering you're going to have to pay. 
a couple other people in a few years. You've got Sonny on the Sonny Gray on the book until 2022. You're gonna have Castillo going into arbitration as well, and he's not. He's gonna get a pretty penny, you know. So yeah, you are you? Castillo. So are you willing to be like, okay, I think Nick can continue to repeat this. I think if yes. you can, going if you can extend him four more years. Which, uh, do you think he's going to be looking for four or five? He, I think he's going to look for four with a club option for five. Okay, so which puts him at his age thirty-three season, correct? Wait, how old is he? He's not twenty-eight. He's he's either twenty-eight or twenty-nine. I thought he was like thirty. Me too. I thought he was in his thirties. He's been in the year. He's been in the league for eight or nine seasons. I thought he was like thirty-one. He's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. So that'll put him in his yeah. That'll put him in his age thirty four season. Okay, then yes, absolutely. If you you pay him a hundred, you pay him a hundred million dollars. Right. So he's on the right side of thirty. Yeah, he's on the right side of thirty. Hundred million dollars. Clubhouse guy, uh, city culture guy, and also uh, top current top five hitter in the league. Agreed. And I think he will continue to be. Yeah. Because also you have Joseph Daniel Votto, who could, who should, when he retires, should just be the hitting coach. A legendary <laughs> season. A legendary season. He should just season. go and fucking be the hitting coach. Right. Let's, he, yeah. He might be one. He's one of the best hitters I think of all time. Well, he, dude, he's he's popping up on lists right now with like guys with thirty-five plus home runs and eighty-five RBIs in past their year thirty-seven, and it's him on a list with. Six dudes on steroids. Yeah, yeah. You, and, and it's like I'm not even a steroid hater. We've talked about it on the no. pod before. I'm not a steroid no. hater, but that's cool because Steve Finley hitting 40 home runs when he was 39 just isn't the same as 100 <laughs> yeah. percent not juice Joey Votto. Correct. And missed a month. Yeah, and missed, missed a, a month. month. If Joey had had a pedestrian month and hit four dingers. Mm-hmm. One a fucking week, he he would be at forty right now. Fuck, I mean, it really is. It's like I I remember early like when in February, and you know me, I'm like we'll get all fucking hyped up and shit, and I'm like, dude, what if Joey hits thirty dingers this year? <laughs> yeah, and Danny was like, shut the fuck up, he's cooked, he's washed, he's washed. And I mean, he actually could hit forty. Realistically, I agree with you. He could. What do you guys think happens next year with him? Do you think it fucking go- it goes? With it, this new swing, or do you think they get he gets figured out? And it's Joey. I always trust nah, Joey. He can get figured out, but he will always figure out the figure out. Right. He can't be fully figured. Yeah, dude. Because that's why I think he's struggled. Like, if you look back historically, he'll have a rough first six weeks. And it's because everyone in the league is spent. You've got to figure there's like three or four people employed <laughs> in Major League Baseball whose job is to just... Get Joey Votto out. Yes. They are breaking down the film. You know, so it's like everybody comes out, game plan, first six weeks. They just know exactly fucking how to yeah. do it. Yeah. And then he figures it out, always. So, you guys would re-sign Nick. That's what I'm hearing here. You yes. would re-sign Nick for that four, give him 100. Yes? Yes. 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 If that's what it calls for. Now, here's my idea. I want Joey Gallo in right field. He's going to be cheaper. He's younger. Give that guy a, and you and you can have him for a little bit longer. And his homer rate cheaper? is. But do you think also? Okay, this is something I've noticed about Joey Gallo, and I think if it can be corrected, he would hit probably fifty home runs. Chase us outside. That, but he also pulls the ball. He, you know, how many fucking foul ball home runs he hits. 
It's million. insane. Yeah. He wins one a game. Yes. And it's really? just this outside. Long dogs. strikes. It's crazy. I'm telling you, John Boy did a fucking whole thing really? on Really? Dog, it is wild. Because I knew that that had happened. Because I would watch him, and I'd be like, damn, he just hit a home run. That's crazy. And then I'd be like, watch him again. I'd be like, damn, he hit another home run. It went foul. That's crazy. And then, like, a week later, <coughs> John Boy fucking was, did a whole thing. Really? About, and I was like, Holy shit, I'm not nuts. Like, that is, <laughs> yeah. that's real. That's awesome. And, man, if he straightens that out, are you fucking kidding? Right. I, I know. know. And, and he can, he would be a real problem, a great American. In your idea, how much of a discount would it be if we have to, and we might not have to? I mean, what, does Nick, so then essentially Nick would probably go to the Yankees because they would pay him the most. Correct. He's a Yankee or a Red Sox. There's zero doubt in my mind in that department. He's a Yankee or a Red Sox if he's not a Red. And, dude, what have we talked about the entire up top of this podcast? We're not opening with 25. Yeah. We're going to fucking offer him 22, give him a two, like what, a fucking $8 million bump. And, uh... I wouldn't blame him, if, blame him if he said, you know, fuck you very much. So the Rangers tried to offer Joey Gallo an extension before they traded him. They offered him a five-year contract worth $84 million. Nick got four sixty-four. So Joey think so Joey thinks he's worth more than that. And then Joey just went to the Yankees and laid a gigantic egg. Correct. Gallo, so his value just went down yeah. in the offseason. Correct. So if he balked at five eighty-four. And Castellanos bumps from 464 to like oh. 585 or 590. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm a dumbass. Joey Gallo is a Yankee next year. That's his oh, arbitration he's tied up until uh, next year. Fuck, I'm dumb. All right, he's well, an that's unf- an out. 2023. I mean, I love the. I, you know, I wouldn't be if it was a. Uh, if we could. It's on the year, yes. Yeah, so I. Year. Yeah. It would just hurt. Too much. I can't. Man, uh, I can't. I can't move away from the fan part of you can't let Castellanos walk. Sure, you can't let him walk. I know his kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. his kid's name and like his kid. I like his kid I too. I follow his fucking brother on Insta on Twitter. Yeah, dude. His yeah, mom follows rolls. me on Twitter. No shit. <laughs> yeah. No, the Castellanos clan needs to stay in Cincinnati. I agree. They're so loved. It's crazy. And even the Reds who don't do anything to tell their players that we appreciate you threw up Nick Castellanos on the side of the building. Right. On the side and, of the fucking stadium. All of my Twitter two days ago was Nick, please stay. Right. Nick, please stay. I know. Followed by people freaking out and saying, like, oh, Nick's wife posted that video. Bye bye, Hyde Park. It's like, don't freak out. Every player moves at the end of the season when yeah. they're done. Like, yeah. that's normal. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's over. So take 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 a deep breath and hope that Nick Crawl isn't a fucking dumbass. Uh, he is though. But that's the problem. <laughs> well, that's he's the a, fucking problem. I, I, I think Nick Crawl's good at his job, and it comes down to this: we're just beating a dead horse. It's uh, Nick Crawl is handcuffed. Sure. It's it's it is hashtag sell the team, Bob. Yeah. Sell the fucking team. Yeah. I mean, sell I, the I think team. he's good at fucking doing Bob Cassiano's bidding. Or Castellani, Castellini, fucking whatever his bitch ass his name is, <laughs> he sucks. Man, do you remember when he came here and we were all like, "This is the guy," and we were all gonna be like, "Yeah, this is gonna yeah. be great." 
and then fucking that first Reds Fest. I do think that remember he, that first Reds Fest when he came and he said we're going to bring a World Title, World Series title to Cincinnati, and it's been how many years now? He's in, it's been like twenty plus years and it hasn't happened. What is it with people who own teams in Cincinnati that they just don't want to fucking be? the best because they become complacent they just see the money coming in and they don't give a fuck anymore we need somebody who's going to spend their own money yeah we need a fucking cuban see i think hopefully that will kind of uh you know not that i'm crazy about a billionaire but there are more and more of them every year yeah and i think you might see a higher frequency of some of these you know, whoever, uh, Balmer, whoever just bought the Clippers. Yeah. Or Cuban. Or, I mean, Derek Jeter, watch out for the fucking Marlins. That's a different podcast, but watch out for the Marlins. Their yeah. arms are yeah. insane. Gross. Yeah. I saw some graphic the other day where they have like eight top 150 fucking pitchers that are all under the age of 25. Yeah. They could be a and serious problem. And they can't give a fucking run to them. And yeah. That's the nope. I know. No, they can't. I'm, but either, uh, all I'm saying is it's like, the age of just penny pinching old fucking crotchety white dudes. See you. Give me a guy who's just like wearing Oakley's on the back of his head. Who's just like, yeah. let's spend a hundred fucking fifty million dollars this year, dude. And guess what? We're gonna make three hundred next year. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back Barry Bonds. Hell dude. yeah. Do you like my Travis <laughs> Matthews polo? Like, I, I don't know. It's it's so frustrating. You just saw what we had this year, kind of in the vein of everything we've been talking about. It's like this team, I wanted to go to a game at the end of the season with a poster board that just said, 2021 Cincinnati Reds baseball players. I love you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. What a year, dude. Kyle so, Farmer. It was Kyle fun. Farmer, I got to buy a jersey. I mean, he's he's a all-time fave red for me. Yeah, he's I know. an all-time fave well, red. Well, what do you okay? What do you think next year? Uh, he comes back and tries to fight for that shortstop position with Jose, and let Jose win, and let Kyle be a fucking dog on the bench. Right, he let can him play, play everywhere. Any position on any whim, or he's Ben Zobris. You go super horny, and you go and you get Marcus Simeon, who just set the record for homers for a second baseman. Who is an actual shortstop? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, these are all horny yeah. thoughts. That would be awesome. Uh, we talked like, about yeah, that last off season, dog, we and we ended even, up getting Kyle Farmer. We can't yeah. even keep fucking the the good players we had. I know. <laughs> let me dream. Let me be a. Let me be the GM. No, no, let me no. be the be, president. You of baseball play ops. GM, man. Listen, if we can go out and get Simeon, go grab him, and then opening day, if I'm the GM, Simeon at shortstop. And we've got Simeon, Barrero, and Farmer on the opening day roster. Yeah, you've uh, do you guys think that? Sorry, do no, you think that no. Suarez is gonna uh, oh, yeah. continue? Because I, holy shit, I do. Because here's my theory. You know that homer he had? It was like uh, earlier this week, and it was inside, and he turned yes, on it. Yes. Wasn't that the first time you've seen yes, him do that? Yes. He hit three seventy two in September. I think his shoulder's better. I think he worked through whatever he had in there, and it's better. Yeah, because he could get extended and and uh, pull a slightly outside pitch out. He had 31 home runs this season. And fucking played the worst he's yeah, played. You I know. know what I mean? And had an objectively yeah. bad year, and he went... He had 30 and 80 RBIs. And 30 doubles on top of it. It's pretty fucking crazy. Batted one 
I, I don't know what his current average sits at. Dude, but he, under the yeah, fucking Mendoza, dude. Yeah, no, but look look it up. I am curious because I think he hit think like 370 or something in it was, September. It was, I think it was like 320-something. So, yeah, but Gino's really in good. what, year four of six? Yeah. Year four of six. But, man, I mean, you know what I think what I knew he was going to have a bad year when he goes, I'm going to hit 50 home runs. And I was right, like, hey, dog. Shut up. And <laughs> I'm gonna learn a new position. Yeah, right. And I'm gonna lose 15 pounds. I still Crazy. think he's a. I th- I still think he could hit 45. Nailed 50. it. Oh, he's I batting 192 this. 192. Summer. I think he can. I think he can hit 50 for sure. Yeah. His last 15 games, it's 47 abs. He's got seven runs, 16 hits, four homers, seven ribs. This is what's encouraging. Six walks. So that means he's seeing it well. 15 strikeouts. This the slash line. 340, 415, 681. 346. That's elite. And that's a 15-game sample size after being dog shit for most of the season. Yep. But I do think because so much of it was struggling with that inside, and they would just Pitch inside fastball, good night. And then they hit and him I inside. I do think it was like a shoulder. It's, it's, it's like a mechanics thing. Right. It's like a what you can physically do thing. Well, they say it takes a full year and a half to recover after a shoulder or wrist injury. Yeah, I believe that. And so what they like to you what you were saying, pitch him inside and then he would be uncomfortable and then he would chase that slider outside. Yeah, yeah he was the king maybe second to Aquino, king of bad at bats. But he's also third in all of baseball and all of the National League in strikeouts. Gino? Yeah, oh, but believe, we've always yeah. known Gino's going to strike he's out a at a high rate. Guy. Sakala. Yeah, I, I, I will be very interested because even we're talking about Aquino, you know. It, what do you guys think? I, do you think he could fucking put it together? No. no. Aquino or Gino? Aquino. No. He can't hit a, he can't hit a breaking ball. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I okay. If we if we can try to be like a little, you know, optimistic and looking at the future or whatever. Like I I, I do have like a an eternal soft spot for this roster. Yeah. Twenty twenty one, as corny as it sounds, will always be and like a an important, memorable red season for me. Of course. Agreed. I'm very, I'm like emotionally attached to a bunch of these players, but I'm also very interested to see the shakeup that occurs at the beginning of next year. Because there were a lot of guys that showed up that you made real strong arguments, put me on the opening day roster. Oh, I don't yeah. know how we cannot have Max Schrock on the bench. Oh, yeah. The he's legend so of Max Schrock. It grows. <laughs> it grows daily. I'm not, he's not a starter, but I'm saying he is, he is a, Formidable he is piece. a 1A bench piece. I mean, he was it's this wild. year. <laughs> yeah, he was this year. I will give Nick Kroll the credit of the lottery tickets that he scratched he for the won. bench. Tyler worked. Naquin. It it seems like a Tyler distant memory, Naquin, but dude. Tyler Naquin put up put up really good numbers this year. What, and there what's going to be his final line? And there were times where no one else was hitting, and he was on. He fire. was the only, he was our only guy that we had. Naquin was a good lottery Cleveland.com, I believe, put out a fucking thing about how they gave up on Naquin too soon. Yeah. Yeah. During that last little heat. He just never got enough time. Yeah. Because he, he's a first-round draft pick. I think yeah. he was like seventh yeah. overall. Yeah. Stud all over. So, I mean, it'll be really interesting because, I mean, we picked him up one-year league minimum. He ain't getting that. No. Tyler what? Naquin is going to be finishing the season 
with a 270 batting average, 333 on base, 477 slugging, with an OPS plus of 104, so slightly above average, with a guy who has 19 homers and 70 ribs. Hey, dude. It's 24 doubles. I, I That's that is uh, two ticks under elite. Yeah, yeah. and that that's, is that's high high level baseball that we got for seven fifty. Yeah, league men. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Nuts. That's high level. He played what one hundred twenty games. But they cheat. That's yeah. the problem. Is they they think they can do that every yeah. year. They're like, oh look, yes, see? yeah, look, see, it worked out. Tyler Naquin fucking worked out. I it's wonder like, what so he'll who's call for. Would you give him two years eight? I give him nothing. You'd give him nothing. We have a no because you have. We we can't forget it. Nick Senzel's going to be back next year. Yeah, but man, he's I. He might be the tale of uh, never was. You know what I mean? He might just be fucking. He might be Drew Stubbs, dude. He might just be done because I mean that fluid in his knee or whatever the fuck. It's just not. He's never going to get it. At least it, that fluid isn't in his ears. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, well, see, that's what I'm, That's another reason why it's like the fear of Nixon Zelts because there was a real point at the beginning of his career where we were like, he has vertigo and can't play. Yeah. Yeah. I love Sinzel. I'm just saying, especially, I don't I know. I do, too. Like, Naquin, I wonder what he will be calling for in the offseason. You know, because his agent, who had this fucking guy sitting on the couch on Valentine's Day, his, it comes out and bats two fucking seventy with twenty dingers and eighty ribs. Yeah, I'm. I, I give him one year two. I wonder what it'll call for in the league, though. I'm saying because he's not an old guy. I know yeah. it's kind of flashing the panty, but like someone could take a, streaky, a fucking a streaky guy, but who puts up decent numbers throughout the season. I, I would mean, love to keep him for one two for yeah, one year I would two, too, especially if we keep. Like Nick and you know those. If we can keep that core, I mean, yeah. who's got who's gonna go? Uh, I would assume. I, I would assume. I think Aquino goes. Amir goes. I'm gonna say Shogo walks back. I think Shogo goes back home. Oh, by the way, I know somebody who knows Shogo now. That Saga Yaki. Yeah, he's doing that, uh, that five points. Guy. Yeah, he fucking knows Shogo, dude. He's coming he's to like the show. Best, on he's like best friends with them. He's Ooh. coming to the show on Tuesday. So talk to him about that. It's crazy because he was showing me pictures. So like, yeah, we get fucked up all the time. I guess he came here to play baseball. Yeah, that Saka kid did. Yeah. What? Or Saku. Saku, Saku did, Saku. and then he just didn't work out, and then he just stayed and started doing comedy. Yeah, Saku, he just fucking friend requested me on Facebook. Yeah, so yeah. he'll be he'll be at High Grain on Tuesday, and Shogo Akiyama will also be at High Grain on Tuesday. High Grain? Sorry, Five Points Park. Shogo's coming? Shogo Akiyama will be there. So if you guys Let's listen to this and you want to see Shogo in the flesh. Let me get a spot, and I'll do my Shogo joke. <laughs> I already have to kick <laughs> Zach Wycuff. Really well. I have to kick Wycuff off the show, because I... Forgot about Saku, so yeah, that's gonna be an easy one. To What's do. about that? Is he uh, Satanist? No, I have to make room. It's overbooked. Uh, oh, so he this guy's a Asian comic. People. Oh yeah, this guy's a yeah, comic a comedian. I met him in North Carolina, dude. What? Yeah, yes. that, and that's when. And that after that set that I was just telling you about, we went outside. Oh, you told me. Okay, but he's in Cincy right now. Yeah, I text you. I know he's coming to Cincy. He's this coming Tuesday. Tuesday. Cool, man. Yeah, so Shogo's going to be at the show. Shogo at the show. He's got one really funny thing where he does. He goes, uh, this is like, his English is like, you know, it's almost there. But uh, he goes, uh, can you guys, he goes, are you guys having a good time? And they're like, yeah. He goes, can you guys, he's like, yeah, me too. And they're like, he's like, can you guys understand my English? 
And I was like, yeah. And he goes, me too. <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, Hell like, yeah. That's fucking great. Oh, man, that's cool. Love a good connection. So, yeah. But my assumption is, and what I have, what has been kind of leaked around the league a little bit, is that he's going to go back home. Well, yeah, he said he can't fucking hit a fucking fastball here. That's what he said is the problem. Yes. That's what Shogo said to Saku. And I was like, okay. Well, then. We win. Bengals win. win. Didn't cover the spread, but Bengals they won. win. Let's yeah. go. That's Bengals why I, won? Bengals yeah. won 24 yes. to 21. That's why I don't bet is because it's like. It, Dog, they're never going to cover the spread. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I bet on the only bet, NFL bet I've made this. Well, I did a parlay and it didn't work out. I forget where it fumbled. Um, but I put money on Mike Zimmer being the first coach being fired. Oh, that's oh. fun. Prop. Yeah. Bengals are three and one. Yeah, you can bet on anything. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm it's the, the first first guy to be fired. Yeah. Who's the, who's going to be the first guy to have a sexual assault? Yeah. Yeah. Do you first player who to strike a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you realize how much money I made when Tom Hanks got COVID? Oh, yeah. You fucking made a killing. <laughs> Not as much as when I parlayed his COVID into him being a pedophile who yeah. fled to Greece. In Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, shit. Uh, what are you, son of a bitch? Not as much as I made uh, <laughs> when Chad Hanks came out as a psychopath. Yeah, so, oh, my God. Chad Hanks. Wait, one of the, bro. Yeah, dude. One of the Hanks is a chemically balanced? Yeah, dude. White, oh, white boy Hanks, summer. dude. Yeah, he's white the guy who summer. invented white boy summer. And what? he also uh, was like, vaccines are going to kill you or whatever. Just <laughs> yeah. came out and said that early. And then what is it? Colin Hanks, someone asked him about his brother, and they were just like, so what do you think about your brother's stance on the vaccine? He just looked at him and nodded and went, okay, and walked away. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks My dad is Tom Hanks. Thank I was you. in Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah. Have you not watched NCIS? <laughs> Orange I'm wonderful County, on damn, that's such a deep cut. Yeah, dude, Orange County, Jack Black. Such a yes. fun the movie. reason why I watched that movie. Hell yeah. That was I, after Cable Guy, before he blew up. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I got to get a quick tale in here. Um, I got to uh, I got to do a cool show on a couple Saturdays ago. And at that show, I got to meet Bronson Arroyo and Walker Bueller. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. And uh, got a couple cool stories out of them. First, The first one, Walker Bueller, Lexington boy. So we knew a bunch of the same people. That was cool. But uh, he has, like, a massage guy, right? He's got a body guy. Whoa. Who, two hours before game time, he will go through and rub every single little part of He knows this. Like, it was wild. Walker said that this dude will, he'll lay down on the table. His dude will go over, fucking touch his arms for, like, 15 seconds. Just feel it. And just be like, you're not going to have your stuff today. Whoa! So, yes, dude. It's like it's like what you think. It's like a little tiny Asian man <laughs> who like can read bodies, and wow. he will be like, "Yeah, you don't have your stuff today." So then Walker will go into the game with like a more cerebral approach, with like a different approach based on what his fucking massage guy tells him his body is doing. Dude, Damn, dude. He'll like feel his hammies and calves and be like, you know. He'll go into it being like more off speed, more like placement, or, or he'll he'll fill him up and just be like, 
you're healthy, you're good. And wow. Walker will just go out there and just mow 100, you know? Yeah, so if he, like, comes to the left, like, it'll... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're yeah. fucking... Yeah, dude, your slider's gonna yeah, be a little he, off. He, right? he needs to come on his belly, like, fucking Sanskrit. <laughs> It's like tarot cards. <laughs> You're gonna die today. <laughs> oh, Watch out for buses. <laughs> Wait, when is your birthday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he starts yeah, feeling him. What's your rising sign again? Yeah, dude. So that w- that was really wild. And then I do want to tell this story that uh, Bronson told. And uh, you know, I don't want to speak out of pocket, but I'm gonna just tell the story. It's not about him. It's about uh, Pat Burl. Yeah. Oh. Fucking Pat Burl. Pat Burl has like a wild, crazy reputation yes. amongst Major League Baseball players and like the media and stuff. Yeah. He was a wild man, right? So Bronson was saying Pat Burl would go into, when he was on the road, he would go into nightclubs in whatever city he was in. He would go into nightclubs, dress to the nines. He's like six foot four Adonis, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Pat Burl, <laughs> Pat Burl. Brought a briefcase with him. What? He would walk around as Pat Burrell for a while, and then he would go into the bathroom, go into a stall, and change into his alter ego. Shut up. <laughs> Tell me more. What the, is his alter ego? The machine. Oh, oh man. come on. The machine is a black latex gimp suit. Like American Horror Story? Like American Horror Story. Like the shit I watch? Yes, like American Horror Story, exactly. With a big X zipper across the chest, eye holes, zipper mouth, (gasps) nose holes, latex face, full latex bodysuit, the machine, and he would re-enter the club as the machine and just reek fucking havoc. <laughs> he would like just like walk up to dudes and like just push them <laughs> and like get up on the bar and like kick people's drinks over and reach behind the bar and like take slugs off of bottles and like wreak fucking havoc and get kicked out and then go somewhere, change again, come back as Pat Burrell and like revisit the carnage. He's like a co- psychopath. <laughs> He's like, it's a, like a serial he's killer like, revisiting would, the kill. It's like crazier than killing people. It's like, <laughs> that is crazier than killing people. Yeah. That's crazier than murdering someone and then going back into the woods where you murdered He's them. like a full psychopath. And this guy was a number one overall number pick. Number one overall pick. Yeah, you made him fucking cry. Yeah, that was game. tight. You made yeah. him cry? Or he, he got a response out I of him. I got a solid response out of him. I'm going to the story goes, again. But, but I was in left field and I was it was my 20th birthday and I was hammered. And I studied up on Pat Burrell. I did my fucking research. And I just kept heckling stats, heckling stats. And eventually I heckled at him like, you're a number one overall draft pick. And you played for four different teams in six years. No one wants you and no one loves you. <laughs> and he turned around and just went, dude. <laughs> yeah, such a big And I was like, thing. yeah, I got him. Yeah, you got to his heart on that And then one. I got naked and fell asleep in the P&G fucking parking lot. So. Well, dude, do you know how hard Sick. you had to have gotten him... Like he's a crazy now, person. Now knowing the that machine. the machine and I put I fucked up one of the cogs in it to make him look over. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that he felt something like Dude, this guy fucking, fucking gets it. Get into your house and murder <laughs> yeah. you. But as the machine. Yeah, dude. But that's, we already knew coolest dude in the world. The yeah. best. He was saying uh 
when he was with the Reds and with the Re- any any team he played for, he was like kind of a, a vocal leader in the clubhouse, and uh, like the staff, like the towel guys, like the stat boys and stuff. They're, like every team has like a staff yeah, of like yeah. eight to four, thirteen, just kind of bitches, right? Equipment guys and shit. They don't make any money. No. They yeah. after taxes, they're bringing home like twenty grand. Yes, it's like a part-time job that's a full-time commitment. Yeah, that's baseball. So uh, Bronson instituted a rule that anybody on the team who was hadn't been in the league for three years, they all had to give everyone on staff a hundred dollars a month. And then, and the reason why that was is because if you hadn't been in the league three years, you could leave at any time. Yeah, you could not be there. So you got to pay these guys while you're there. Dude, that's but awesome. Everybody who'd been with the league, it was like it was way more. It was like four or five hundred. Bronson would just like peel them off a bunch of money. Well, yeah, he said that like there were dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. To them. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. to them. And Bron, it was so cool being around him. Bronson Arroyo is a cool dude. That's why uh, he has one of the manager shirts, like Joey Votto, one of the Centos. Yes, he he <laughs> he was the fucking man. He was the best. Yeah, talk. Yeah, I mean it was. Just standing next to talking with Walker Bueller, and like he's uh, next year is year two of a two year, eight million dollar contract. Yeah, and then once that's up, he's out of ARB. And the Dodgers are probably going to have to offer him like $500 million. Oh, easily. And to just talk to this fucking kid, he's 27. That I just like knew in Lexington, right? He went to fucking Henry Clay. He played at Southeastern. He played at Northern. Like, and he's like a kid. He he was asking about my brother. It was like the coolest thing what? in the world. That's wild. Oh, he was like, so is your brother still like traveling doing MMA? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. I mean, we just it was very cool. We knew all the same people. Yeah. Like we a guy that came to my show in Lexington last night was Walker's guest at the Reds game on that Friday when he pitched, Ryan Pusey. It was like Uh all mutual friends, so it was so fucking cool. But, like, they were just very candid. Like, Bronson, the the wisdom that he was giving Bueller, just as far as, like, you know, how to handle yourself. Bronson made $110 million. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, yeah. and now he's <laughs> he, playing shows at Bell and the Bear. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he's in a beautiful, fucking happy marriage, and like he loves his life. Loves his life. Yeah, loves his life. Says he goes down to the ballpark every single day, just walks in the back, still tips people. It's he's he, he was the fucking man. It was so God. cool. It was so cool. Bronson made a hundred, as he put it. Would he want to work for the team? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's like an advisor. Yeah, he's there. But like, I mean, like. Like, formally yeah formally formally sure if that would happen then it would mean that the culture had changed there yeah no. and like whoever when bob dies um <laughs> and someone else buys the team i you know i don't want you to die bob i know you listen you big bitch um he doesn't listen no he doesn't <laughs> um <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. I don't know. Like Bronson would be a fun hire. He's a guy you want to have around, man. He's infectious. Well, you know, everybody's like Barry Larkin, Barry Larkin, Barry Larkin. No, fucking no. I, I, I think Bronson Arroyo is probably a better hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoked isn't the word, but I don't know if we've talked about the Bell extension. We haven't. Where do you yeah, stand? I, I Where do you stand? I don't know, dude. I, I mean, like, I think Nick Crawl is the problem. I don't know if David, but David Bell's made some dumbass decisions sometimes where you're just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. But. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't hate him. Not like more than 
your average manager. No. Dave Roberts isn't like ten notches above like managing a game than no. David Bell. He's just got one through fifteen, the best lineup maybe ever. And Dave Roberts also has a killer analytics department, an amazing baseball development team, along with a GM who says, This is what you're doing, here is the game plan. And we'll do whatever we can to win. Yeah. We'll give like, you okay. whatever pieces you can have. Yeah. My thing with David Bell is that he's been a slightly above average, I would say. Considering what he's been given this year and that they will finish above 500 is pretty amazing. Bringing him back is important because it at least keeps some of that nucleus intact. And if we had most lost importantly, him, it brings yeah. back Derek yes, Johnson. That's the yeah. ticket. But here's the thing. He's on a different contract cycle. He is. He's not. Everyone's on. Else is on a two-year. Derek's on a one-year. So he's just yeah. So it, they will reevaluate at the end of the next season. I.e., he will reevaluate at the end of next season and be like, "Am I going to stay and see this thing through?" Yeah. Because it's it's up in twenty. It's up at the end of. And I he's think, a unique guy where Luis he's leaves. such a. He's so good at his job that you know. When if if and when a new manager does come in, it often comes with his own pitching coach, his own hitting coach, his own staff. Right. I mean, it's like if we had if we had not brought Bell back or not extended him rather. Yeah. And and you know with Derek just being on like a different contract situation, you know maybe we could have kept him if we brought someone in. But I agree, if we had blown up Bell. Then you're really talking rebuild. Yeah, I mean it's over, and uh, I think I think it was a good call. So I don't know. So I wish that there was a live audio only place where we could talk about this when decisions hey, are made out live in real time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi, Greg. Fucking, we love you guys too. Love you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. thanks. You're okay, real Thank gen. you. Keep the lights on. <laughs> Motel oh, Six. Please. Oh, wait. Brian's going to haul ass by here. Who day? Yeah, go bangies. Uh, I wish there was a place, a live audio-only platform where we could talk about this kind of stuff, huh? There In is. real time as it happens. If that you won't fail. It won't fail. <laughs> if you guys heard of Spotify Green Room, it's great. It's a live audio-only sports platform. Uh, all you got to do is link your Twitter to it and download the app on iOS or the Android store. Uh, you can follow us at the new Nasty Boys. We'll be on sometime at some day. You can also follow at Sports Trick to catch all the cool stuff that they have on Spotify Green Room. So you can see them on at some time, at some place, whenever you decide. We're so, going to do it. Dude, like how fucking cool is it that High Grain, dude, their sales car is a fucking Tesla. Yeah, High Grain uh, has yeah. a Tesla. That Oh wow! <laughs> oh man, dude. So you can program the the uh, the fucking horn and all the Teslas. So I know someone who has its farts. Oh, there it is. There's the big boy. Oh wow, dude, that is a old ass Ford F one fifty. Let's do a purr. Purr. Oh. You hear that thing purr? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. He just drifted, drifted. it. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's going to drill him. He just burned that shit out. Oh, man. Holy shit. Nice. Wow. That's a great way to end the read. People are wild. Uh, yeah, go to Spotify Green Room so you can hear me it. jack off. Sit in the green room. Get a water bottle. <laughs> eat some nuts. Audio only. Dude, if Louis C.K. had only fat. known about Spotify <laughs> Green Room. Audio <laughs> only. <laughs> It's it's gross, but it's not as gross. So let's get to the nitty. <laughs> Just heavy breathing. <laughs> oh, that is 
deep Dude, in that there. That guy's gonna pull up to my fucking special taping in that fucking car. Yes, yeah, he, he is. is dude. He's parking right in front of that motor. Rolls. Hell yeah, he is. All right, let's get to the nitty gritty on this and get real sad. Then fucking wrap this fucker up. Yeah. Kyle Bodie's gone. Yeah. And yeah. here's here's I need, oh yeah dish. Here's dish. my dish. What I heard from an un, unnamed source, Kyle Bodie was just running around talking shit at the Reds facility, calling the front office a bunch of morons that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're idiots and they don't they have no clue what's going on. None. They don't know how to develop doing anything. That, like, in the Reds building? In the Reds building at spring training, don't know what you're doing. Just being openly openly just shitting on your employer. Which if it's if you have a job, you don't really do that. Right, yeah. because he's not wrong. Yeah, but is he not? That's what I'm saying. Is right. he wrong? No, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, but I don't know any other job. Like, if we were to walk over to that CVS and get hired and walk in and just be like, our manager's just a fucking moron and say it. I do that all the time. I do no. it all the time, but you <laughs> don't want him to find out. Yeah. You don't want him to find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was going on, and so he was just over it and was just trying to go. And he was also supposedly talking to other teams. And then uh, now he's just like, well, going to just gonna go back to driveline. So let but me go. But he'll land wherever he wants to. Yeah. He'll be fine. Let alone knowing that he took less money to be with the Reds and agreed with Dick Williams' vision. And then Dick Williams was like, oh, the writing's on the wall. I gotta go. Yeah. So Dick there's Williams, that. smartest man alive. And our hitting, our the hitting coordinator, they weren't giving him enough resources. They didn't have someone on hand to set up the Rap Soto camera at all times for guys in the cages. Yeah. The most important piece of technology that any baseball team can have is a high motion capture video camera. You have it and you don't know you don't have someone there to set it up. Yeah. That's I mean, the shit that's scary. Yeah, that's top to bottom. That's just I mean, that's like that reminds me of like uh Marvin Lewis talking about like the first year he was at the Bengals and how they didn't have like water. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, they didn't yeah. have they like literally did not have like things of water. Yeah. They did not have like fucking Gatorade things of water. That is so. And they wild. had vending machines. Yeah, and they like, like, like major and they would league. reuse their jock like jock like, like they would like have jocks from like the last year and they would reuse those in the year I mean, oh three like not even that yeah. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so when Marvelous got there, it was like fucking no. That is why when the excitement was real, when the Reds were good, people were buzzing. If and when, and it's a big if, but that's why we keep coming back. As we've, you've asked earlier in the podcast, what the fuck is up with Cincinnati sports? And it is this this weird thing, where it, it I don't know. It's been bad for so long. We're in I this mean, middle talk, market, and it's like Carson. I mean that Carson Palmer year where we're like what fucking 11, twelve and. Four. Four and we fucking and we're we're beating the shit out of the Steelers in the first half and then he gets his fucking his leg, leg explodes leg explodes by yeah. some fucking jackass in Pittsburgh like and Chris Henry just runs in traffic Chris or Henry whatever fucking dies <laughs> like you know what I mean it's like what the fuck is rest happening? in peace Slim so here's the thing that I was gonna I'm gonna build off like what you said before with the t- what did you say before with the Tampa Bay race. Oh, yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays, every affiliate in their entire organization, minus one who came in second, won their league. 
So AAA through rookie ball. So that is telling me that they have built from the bottom up. If you can develop players properly, know what you're fucking doing and invest in that part of the game, you don't have to be like, well, we're stuck in a position where we have to pay Nick Castellanos $24 million a year because we can't trust our farm system. Because the average baseball fan, we're three above average baseball fans. Name me five Rays players. Right. Right. It doesn't matter. They're all good at baseball. Yeah. They they were good enough to get drafted, and then for the last three to four years, they've been coming up into a farm system where they're turning people into Major League Baseball players. Yeah. We don't know who the fuck these guys are, but they have a team average of like 259. Winners. Winners. Do you know what? They win in double A. They win in single A. They know how to win. Yeah, dude. In the winning culture. Yes. You know what hurts? Guess who's in their bullpen? Matt Whistler. Remember that name? Vaguely. Matt Whistler was involved in the trade for with Lucas Sims for Adam Duvall. Yeah. What is Adam Duvall doing right now? Leading the National Crushing League in RBIs. League. Crushing the ball. Crushing the ball. So that ineptitude shows it's like, well, we might as well move on from this guy. Lucas Sims has been fine. You know, his spin rate's amazing. He could be ver- a very good reliever. So good. But God. then but then you let Matt Whistler walk. He's also a stalwart in now the, or in just in the Rays bullpen which says enough. And Adam Duvall's mashing. That just shows you the ineptitude that we've gone through. I mean, we can appraise Dick Williams for what he's built, but there were still issues and there were still some mistakes. This is just continuing to show you they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So he's right. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle Bodie, you're right. You're right, dude. I wish that you could have uh, not said that so that you wouldn't have left, but I think you would have just left inevitably. Inevitably. I that is what's And Kyle Bodie, thank you. Yeah. Because I know you're listening to. I just know. <laughs> here's what I know. Here's the one thing that I know, and it's like the rebuild. If, if we get to the playoffs next year, we do the right thi- some of the right stuff and fix the two fucking holes we have and sign Nick, that's great. I'm just saying that the next wave, the ne- the, re- the next rebuild is going to be a fucking nightmare unless we get new ownership and new management. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, it, obviously this it might be a little jumping the gun a little bit, but we were drawing the equivalency between like an Indy and a Vado. Uh, this it, it's it sucks to say out loud, and it's not all the way true, but it's ninety percent true. All of the shortcomings that we're talking about of how the Reds run their organization, yeah. Squandered our favorite red of all time's entire career. Yep. Yes. Joey Votto got he got a worse deal than Ernie fucking Banks. I mean, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Joey Votto's a first ballot Hall of Famer uh, statue in front of the stadium guy, and and they and they couldn't feel the team to get him to the playoffs. If I'm drunk enough. It'll make me cry. I'm already welling up. I'm welling up. I'm welling up. I'm welling up. Joey Votto, the the player on and off the field, the it, who will, in my opinion, because of the off the field, especially the quintessential red. He's the number one red in my mind, and uh, and every critic will always be able to say, well, yeah, but I mean. Johnny Bench won four World Series or whatever. But Johnny Bench is an asshole. I, that's what I, that's my <laughs> fucking point. Never been to me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that. No, no, but that's that. That's what I'm saying. Is it's like the red, the the, the real yeah. one. I'm not saying the real one because our dads are like, well, Joe Morgan's the real one, and he is too. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. into the future, like yeah. the our, the legacy of Joey Votto 
and and we we're not gonna have anything to fucking show for it for him, and it it kills me. Gabe Kia told me a funny thing about Johnny Bench that I'm not gonna say on this podcast, but I'll well, tell you after uh, got something in common with Joey Votto. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a funny story for you, sir. <laughs> we've, we've vaguely covered it on the pod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who's the greatest gay player from the Missouri <laughs> 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 Un- Unrelated. Unrelated to what we're talking about. Who's the greatest gay guy that ever played for the Missouri Reds? <laughs> oh man. God, think about this. You sign a ten-year deal. You think like, all right, we're, we we have this cornerstone. We have a we have a sure fire ballot Hall of Famer. And then you do nothing for five years. You, you know rebuild. You know what I love about Joey Votto is that he proved all those fucking assholes. Wrong yeah. They were like, oh, we shouldn't be paying Joey this much money for 10 years. Are you kidding? Oh, like all and the now, slack jaws around town. Yeah. All yeah. the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, idiot yeah, yeah. hillbilly around town that's like, oh, we can't give Joey Votto that much money. It's like, yeah, well, look what he just did at 38. Dude. Yeah. They're still saying that. Go look on fuck. Go have yourself a hoot on rounding third and heading for home. Reds group. It's a hoot. It's all the slack jaws, idiot dipshits that are out in like Harrison. Like, man, I you ain't never worth that much money. I'm like, are you? You're dumb. Yeah, you're the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. Easily stupid. They'll be like, he shouldn't even be in the hall. He ain't making. He ain't no make that. Oh man, when he comes out, they're definitely gonna fucking say that. Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah. I I just for all the fucking shit Joey Votto has done for this fucking city. Yeah. And and the the the, 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 the point I was making was just like, so you look at an India or a Stevenson. Yeah. These two guys, it's like, what if, what if the first five or six years of their career is a rebuild? What about Hunter Green? Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo. Nick Lodolo, dude. Both of those Hunter guys. Green, Nick Lodolo. I mean, I just, but see, it's like the rebuild is what it feels like, right? But then you just you look around. If we if we let Nick walk and don't replace him with the bat or whatever, if we don't extend Jesse, but like if we, there, I don't think there's a world that exists where it's like we don't do something, right? You know, it's like we've got a core up the middle. Uh, I'm excited about Barrera too. I am too. I am fucking too. Geeked How about, about that, Barrera? that diving catch he had in center? Oh, in center field. That's why I'm saying he's on the roster opening day because he can play when Nick gets hurt. What do you and and you know? Do you think Jesse's gonna help keep Nick? Do you think they're gonna decide together? Maybe they're so fucking tight. Yeah, Maybe. I sure hope so. But the number has to be close to right. the pro- The problem is it's not even like Jesse and Nick and trying to co- coerce him that way. It's dealing with Scott fucking Boris. Yeah. And that guy's a nightmare. Dude, how much of Okay, but how about a nightmare just as a Reds fan? The hypothetical, you two have to pick Winker or Nick. Winker. Winker. I go Winker too, man. Age, the swing's prettier. We just need to oh, find dude, a that's way. A, Winker's that's an a MVP. Brutal. Yeah, that's I a think brutal. Winker's an MVP. Yeah. I think Winker's an MVP at some point. And I wanted to move him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> at the end of 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I think Winker's a fucking stud. He can put the fucking bat on the ball. He can hammer it, dude. He's the. I mean, and God. he is Here's also a super, super fun. If he were to, st- if we were to extend him, and he could be in uh, Cincinnati for a decade, he could creep up on that Joey Votto meter of like, dude, that guy is just the most infectious clubhouse dude. Yeah, fans love him. <laughs> yeah. we talked about it last week. The guy brings a sign that says Jesse Winker's a bitch. Winker goes out and trades him I an know. autographed ball the for the sign. The best. He's and the fucking collecting man. Signs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you could go out one night no TR in the offseason. You'll see Winker hopping around. I know. It I, rules. It rules. It rules. So, 
Uh, um, yeah, that's a hard one. It's a tough one. I mean, I love Nick, though, too, though. So it's like, I don't, I, if they picked either of them, I wouldn't be mad. That's where we so, live as Reds fans, is just being like, it's impossible we'll have both. Right. But then, well, so what do you do? What do you do it's about. It's impossible, but it is impossible with the management. Yeah. Well, you have Winker for at least three more years. Yeah, Winker's Because they don't up. know what the fuck they're doing. I know. <laughs> I know, dude. The theme of the podcast. So. Here's the issue that I also see with this roster, which was another move that Dickie Dubs made that hasn't worked out, not to any fault of his own. DH comes back. It's going to come back That's in the huge. CBA. That's, That's huge. huge. Because that gives you somewhere to put Mike Moustakis where he can't get hurt. And it also that- gives you somewhere. Okay, so yeah, Moose comes back and gets some reps. We're about to say the same thing, right? I think so. Tyler? So we've ta- well, okay. I was going to say something different. What were you say? I was going to say that look at, uh, that is, sounds like a great spot for Joseph Votto yes. in his last couple years. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I was making the same point. You DHJDV. Tyler Stevenson, oh, first yeah. base. There it is. Yeah, that's that was the after was this plan. season. Mm-hmm. I start Tyler Stevenson over Moose. You, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, I, it's yeah. so fun. It's like it sucks, but it's also fun that we can now uh, speculate about next season because it's like we'll be having these preseason buildups of like, can Gino come back? Can Moose come back? Yeah. Both right. of those guys. Does I mean, dude, fucking, but like, think about that first game back after he was hurt. And he fucking hit like what? Oh, three four? doubles. Yeah, three or four doubles. Oh, was I was crazy. there. Crazy. And I was like, holy shit, we're, we're, we got it. We're the like, best team in the league. We're the best team in the league. <laughs> this is it. World Series hero, Mike Mustakis. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, coming in on his horse. But, uh, yeah, dude, it just fucking, he just, he I just don't know. couldn't keep, just Maybe can't stay healthy. He's got something like Gino where he's still hurt. You know what I mean? He's pushing. Yeah, and for maybe sure. That's, maybe that's, I it. think that's still likely. that fucking hamstring. It's still that goddamn hamstring. So, Offseason comes, he fucking rests. You rest it, dude. Get in a yeah. Michael Jackson hyperbaric chamber dude, every get night. Get that guy dude. that jerks off whatever. Yeah, and get Walker Bueller's uh, jerk off guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I say he's like a very late pregnancy bedridden woman. Like, you can't fucking move. Yeah, bitch. no, yeah. you sit right You're there. Here. You're here. I'll bring you ice packs. Yeah, we'll fucking we'll massage you so that you can keep your muscles. Yeah, yes, dude. please. Do something. So I'm still excited for next year. I wish that they would have brought up Hunter Green to put into the bullpen to solve some issues. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm excited for next year and excited to talk about the offseason. I'm excited for this postseason. It's going to be great. I'm excited for this last – these these last couple of days of, of baseball are going to be It's going to be wild to pay attention excellent. to. What do you think – like next season, obviously, they'll, be, they'll come to spring training. But, like, is there a way that we open up the season next year without Lodolo and Green on our roster? I see Lodolo not being on the roster. I see Hunter Green on the roster. That's so crazy to me, man. Lodolo's the college Lodolo guy. Is probably more ready. We picked, His slider isn't there yet, but, from what I've heard. Yeah, but we picked Lodolo. He's a college guy. I mean, I get it. Hunter Green, 102, 103. You bring him up. I don't know. It's just uh, sounded like I was crying. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking give us a shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's got a red tattoo, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what their excuse would be. Sure, understood. Oh, we ain't ready. It's like okay, so let's just throw out fucking uh, Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, he's not ready. They said the same thing about Nick Senzel May 5th, until May fifteenth of twenty nineteen. Yeah. 
it's not it's not inevitable for them to just do that. And India kind of opening day roster kind of out of nowhere. Had to. Yeah. But also and here's look how good that worked out. It so worked maybe out fucking try. Let try. These, let these kids I would throw. rather them fail on these options. I want to watch them fail. Yes. Yeah. So that they can at least just be on our team cuz they'll fail. Hunter Green ain't gonna come out and go twenty and zero. Yeah, but he's got to start pitching for the Reds, dude. He's, Agreed. He, we didn't sign him to play for the fucking bats. Um, yes, I agree. I, I, again, we I, we I double back all the time, and it's like I'm not a front office like evaluator or whatever. Yeah, but it. I know what a stat line looks like, and you go down and look at what they did at AAA. It's like, all right, well if they. If their ERA inflates by three points compared to this, then they have an ERA under four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, the people are sitting so many home runs off Hunter. Right. Because yeah. oh, it's continue. Malley gave up a bunch of dingers this year, and Malley, you could argue he's a top ten pitcher in the NL. Yeah. yeah. Away. Yeah, away. Dude, away. He, he, he's a fucking Cy Young winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, away, down. Where, what are we, where are we with our, Tyler? I would, if I were the Reds, I would lock up Malley. I would lock up Winker. I would just buy out those Arb years, throw a couple years on, and just be done. And just have him on our team for the next half a decade. Exactly. That's my question. I think he's he will be too old by the end of that contract. Yeah. He'll be like 32. What did we give him? He's still an Arb. Really? That's so crazy. Luis Castillo just feels like a guy who's been pitching for us since, like, high school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He really is, like, what, four or five years in? Yeah. Here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Luis, uh, he's an he's a free agent 2024. <laughs> Dude, I love that. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. I love so that. So three more years of Luis? Right. Combined with... Uh, you, that's we've huge. Got, Sonny Gray until I think 2024 as well or 2023. And Sonny Gray is not happy with his performance. No, he's not. No, you can he, tell. He is I mean, not. He said that. He yeah. goes, I had an average year at best. So, free agent 2024. So, Luis and Sonny for the next two years. You have all of these pieces. You know what you need to fix. Go fucking do it. That's it. Any anyone with an above a average baseball mind can go and fucking figure it out. Because we got Sesa for a while. Sesa for two more years. We got Sesa for two more years. He was lights I, the fuck out for dude, us. I love him. So just like a hypothetical world next year when you go Sesa. What about C- Centillion? Sesa Sim Centillion in your pen. San yeah. Martin. Yeah, San Mar- yeah, he could be a five. You know what? He could be a five for sure. Do you bring back Miley? He yes. wants and he wants to be. He does here. want to be he back. To be he loved it here, bad. man. Yep. Real bad. You bring him back because we got him for what two twenty four. Yeah, it's a and one. He performed, so we're not going to give him less. What do we give him? One thirteen. One. It's a club option. One year ten. Oh, pick it the fuck up. Combined with a one year eight million dollar club option for Tucker Barnhart, which you pick that up as your backup catcher. But will he go be a back? I don't know. Yes. He was he was it was already 50-50. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know if Tucky there's He could go He could go fucking play somewhere. Like he could play for the fucking Red Sox. He could you know but I mean? like he, he could, could but he would be a backup there. He yeah. doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would take the money to go and start in Baltimore. Yeah, and lose true. 100 no. games. Well, to what? To like, lose his job to Adley Rushman who's coming up? He's been here his whole fucking career. 
if he could go to like a fringe winner, like if 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 the uh, the, not I was gonna say the Royals, but Salvador Perez just put up a truly historic season. Yeah. yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? He's always had that in him. But fifty? He's always hit thirty or thirty-five yeah, if he man. can stay healthy yeah, the whole year. Yeah, that was that was wild. I I definitely want Tucker back. It'd be interesting to see how the chips fall. But I mean, like Tucker Stevenson. Yeah. All day. Yeah. And if and if we do get that universal DH, Joey hits every fucking every every day. Every day, it oh. makes me so happy, dude. We're just back in full fucking off season. Like we can be fun, we can be good. Isn't mode. It, the season's not even over, and we are already trying to be excited about next year. And that's what makes me so mad about the front office. Is it's like we're not alone in this. Yeah. Mm-mm. Except most people are just so fully jaded they can't even talk about it. No. No. They don't come to the games. It's just a exactly. cycle of yeah. suck. Ugh. Well, let's let's uh, let's round third and head for home, Shall so we, we have some stuff to talk about for the next four fucking months. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, Blake, lead us off, champ. Oh, uh, with what plugs? Uh, okay, October twenty eighth. I'm recording my Amazon special, uh, Motor Pub, seven to nine o'clock. I think the seven sold out. That's huge. So nine o'clock. Uh, there's like half the tickets left, so. Fucking buy some, dude. Come see me uh, and be fun. Don't be a dick. No, but, but, yeah. it's going to be yeah. sick. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. CincyTicket.com. Slash Blake Hammond. Yeah. CincyTicket's yeah. great. Yeah. This guy's rule. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Go to that. Yeah, please. Blake yeah. Rib tonight. The special taping is going to be wild. The motor basement. Perfect little room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be so cool. So you, fucking cool. You can, uh, yeah. What do I got coming up here? As always, plug the hub. I can actually plug Go Bananas now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Go yes. Bananas is back on the map, dude. So uh, Wednesdays, Wednesdays through Sundays for the next, you know, until the Forever. next pandemic and renovation. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, so that's coming back. Until we all die of COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> until we're all wiped out by the virus, baby. What, uh, what show are you on? Um, I'm hosting tomorrow night. I'm hosting Friday night. I'm doing a I'll spot. There, I'm doing a spot Saturday late. Oh, oh yeah. fuck yeah! And uh, yeah, that's it. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing Saturday late and hosting Friday. Got a bunch of fun lineups. Bunch of local faves. Oh yeah, dude. W- what yeah. night are you on? Friday. Is it both shows or one? It's just one show on Friday. Oh, it's just one show. So, you, so he's Friday doing... night, and then uh, Saturday early. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you can see me Saturday late. I'll be hosting that one. That'll be so fun. Fuck yeah. And then you can see me Saturday at this nutrition store for Austin Deller earlier <laughs> in the It's they're gonna be just as good. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it's it. It's gonna be the same. Uh, hype nutrition something. I'm going up early so I can book it to go bananas. No, it's the hype hype. It's the hype mic at good nutrition. good nutrition. Nutrition. That's yeah. it. And then um, You know it's good because it's connected to a gas station. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I yeah. can get my and matcha. You can also get your uh, there's a dance studio next door, I believe, and uh, or like a yoga place. Yeah. And you can get your uh, your concealed carry there. So, <laughs> and oh, you can get heroin within any yeah, m- mile get, radius you, of the entire you can place. Also get fentanyl uh, in the back of this uh, good night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a whole thing. All yeah. these things I've ever wanted. Yeah. And then Tuesday at uh, Five Points Park, Saku will be there, and so will Shogo. So you can meet the meet the the man crush I've had on for two years. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, exciting, dude. man. 
That's Shogo. You can bid him farewell. You got to learn how to say goodbye, thank you, and I'm sorry in Japanese. Yeah, I can't wait to learn that. Yeah, figure that out. So, yeah, come to that stuff, and then we'll have the pod next Thursday. I'm working on lining up off-season guests. So Hell, yeah. Excellent, baby. It'll be fun. Um, so, as always, thank you, Sports Drink, for putting up with our bullshit. Thanks, Spotify Green Room. Uh, thanks. Definitely going to work out. <laughs> and, uh, thanks to Blake for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks thanks for Blake. Thank you for staying come, come out, Come hop man. on more, and uh, oh, yeah. we'll, we can talk some basketball this offseason, too. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'm doing fantasy basketball for the first time, so I'll need some pointers. Okay. Some three-pointers. All right. I hate uh, myself, okay. too. Well, I'm going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. 